0: Hello, this is Timmy Horvat, and I'm coming to you from the Sacred Wellness School of Healing Arts. And today I'd like to address a question that I get very often from my students and my clients. And the question usually goes, should I quit my day job? So it doesn't usually go exactly like should I quit my day job. It's usually along the lines of, hey, I've come to realize that this new business that I'm launching is going to take up a lot of my time. Um, and now I'm in a position where I have to decide whether or not to pick up more shifts or to renew my position, or I was searching for a new job, but now I'm not so sure I should anymore. Um, or, or this job that I've had for a long time, I'm really getting tired of it. um, and I want to give it up. Should I do that? Or when should I do that? So if you're just starting out with your business, the answer to that, uh, 99.9% of the time is no, at least not yet. Now, I know that the topic of quitting your day job when you have a business, this is really a controversial one. And I've heard amazing responses from people on both sides of the fence where people will say, no, never quit your day job because of all of these amazing reasons. And then other people who will say, well, you'll never be 100% in your business and you'll never be that successful if your attention is divided, right? So Um, I'm coming to you from someone who is a full-time entrepreneur who wasn't always a full-time entrepreneur, and I'm going to be basing my response to this, not just on my own personal experience, but from what I've seen. So honestly, um, it goes without saying, you know, in podcast form, I can only speak in generalizations. I don't know what your individual situation looks like, but for the most part, especially if you're just starting out with your business, my response to that is no, not yet anyway. Um, And the number one reason for that is because when you quit your job, you create a lot of undue pressure on your business. Okay, and pressure is good. Urgency is good, but in a responsible way. But when you have a brand new business and if it's brand new, you don't even know how much money it can make you have no idea really how much money it's going to cost you you really have no clue if it's going to be able to sustain you and then all of a sudden you've pulled your plug on your job and it's on this business to sustain you you know once in a while and we hear about it a lot in these cinderella stories where people will say oh i lost my job Um, I had absolutely nothing so I had no choice but to go 110% into my business and I made it and now I'm a bazillionaire. Uh, Usually that's not the case. Once in a while this will happen and usually and I'm going to tell you the truth whenever I do hear these stories these are network marketing stories and um, um, I'm not here to sell you on any network marketing business. I'm not involved with them but the reason I bring it up is because Uh, when you have a business such as network marketing or you've bought into a franchise the business comes ready to go it's literally plug and play here's the product here's your marketing here's your training uh, just follow the rules and go for it and good luck right but if you are literally creating your own business from the ground up then you still have to create the box and the vehicle from which you're going to drive your business And the one thing that that's going to need, aside from your time, is your money. So a lot of people think, okay, maybe I'm going to quit my day job so I can devote more time to my business. And yes, absolutely, if you quit your day job, you'll definitely have more time to devote to your business, or it may seem that way. But that's not usually the case. First of all, Uh, when you quit your job you think okay so now I have eight hours that I'm just gonna spend at home and I'm gonna dedicate those eight hours to working 110% on my business you can ask any entrepreneur on the street and they're gonna tell you that that's just not the case the biggest struggle entrepreneurs have no matter how long you've been in business whether it's been for a year or 10 20 30 years is how to stay focused right home is a great place to work. It's also the worst place to work. Why do you think these um, new pop-up offices are coming out now, right? Where you can literally rent space. It's basically a glorified coffee shop with Wi-Fi where you can be anywhere except home and um, and you can work on your business because it doesn't actually work to work at home. I, I mean, of course it does, but it, it's just harder. So if you think that you're Working time is going to translate 100% into working time on your business. I'm going to tell you right now that that's not the case. Um, But the thing that's really, really important about not quitting your day job just yet is what a business needs to survive and to thrive 100% at all times is money, capital, right? Um, If you've ever played Monopoly, and most of us have, you know that the trick is to stay alive long enough to reap a reward on your investment, right? Um, and we say this all the time, you know, are you going to be around to reap the rewards of your business, right? There's a lot of push and a lot of effort in the beginning of your, of your career, in the beginning of your business, and, and, and never mind entrepreneurialism, this is true in all careers. In the beginning, there's so much effort, so much time that needs to be invested, and then later on, once you've built up enough momentum, you can kind of carry yourself through. Now with business, aside from just your blood, sweat, and tears, you need money. You need money to pay for everything from you know your rent, from your marketing materials, for your website, for your web design, all of those things. Um, and if you have a day job, then you have money that can go towards your business. All right, and if your day job is just barely covering expenses, then that means you absolutely need your day job just to live because the last thing you need when your business is already very, very young and you have no idea and it's so unpredictable and volatile is all of a sudden this thing that doesn't even really exist to be your livelihood, right? Um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who would be willing to live in a cardboard box if only to share the love of what they do, their message, their art, whatever it is. Um, and that's fine if you're just taking care of yourself. But if you have dependents like children obviously, or a spouse, or if you have family members that you take care of, or even if you live at home with your parents, but you have an agreement with your parents that you're gonna be paying rent and that you're gonna be a responsible contributing adult in that household, um, you need to consider the entire situation. You know, Um, are you in a position where you can literally put everybody who depends on you at risk, right? And so when you have a day job, whatever it is, then you have that guarantee that you're, you're making some money. Another thing you need to consider is when you're an entrepreneur, um, the minute you cut yourself off from your working social life and it's just you, you have just disconnected yourself from a huge pool of potential clients, right? Um, and a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to sell to my friends and family. This could be an entire episode on its own. Newsflash, friends and family are usually the last people to buy from you and to support you if at all. Okay. And this is especially true in the wellness industry, uh, simply because, you know, it's, it's too close. It's a bit of a conflict of interest in the same way that you wouldn't, you know, it's illegal. You cannot, um, as a doctor, you know you can't treat your own family members, and, and that's to protect your family members because you won't have a rational mind. And, and, and also like in terms of uh, psychological coaching or life coaching, would you hire your mom to be your life coach? Probably not. She could be the best life coach in the world for everybody else, but not you, not your siblings, not your parents, you know? Um, and, and that's just how it goes. So the great thing about keeping a day job and keeping your social pool of friends in your work is I've found not just for myself, but with other people, your colleagues, you know, believe it or not, they actually want to support you. They do. You know, um, if they're going to buy from anyone, they're going to want to buy from someone that they know and that they trust. And who else do you know and trust And the people you work with? Right. You want you want to support each other. And I find, you know, and, and if not them, they can refer you to their family and friends so it's really important to get yourself out there. You can also use your colleagues as a neutral sounding board, right? Because when you have your own business that has nothing to do with the company, usually your, your colleagues, your friends at work are more than happy to help you with that or to sound off on that because whatever you do in that business has really nothing to do with the company. So it's, it's a fun, new, fresh area for discussion. You can really get an honest opinion from people like hey i'm thinking of doing this would you buy that do you know anybody who would be interested in that right and um i always find that especially in a workplace it's an amazing place to find not just neutral non-biased opinion but very constructive feedback because it really doesn't matter to them um whether you succeed or fail because again it has nothing to do with with the work that you guys are personally involved in there's no conflict of interest there and and as well you know i have had so many uh referrals from colleagues Uh, Even if the colleagues themselves will not go to you because again, maybe they're just such good friends of yours that it's already too much of a conflict of interest. They're more than happy to refer. Okay. Um, And finally, when it comes to quitting your day job, I think the biggest myth that pervades entrepreneurs is that there's shame in working. Um, There is no shame in working and doing what you need to do. Absolutely not. Just because somebody has a job while they have a business, doesn't mean that their business is failing. And I don't know where that started. Um, I think, you know, I don't think social media helps at all with this. I think, you know, a lot of people hate their jobs and therefore when they finally quit their jobs, they make such a big deal about it. But there is nothing wrong and it doesn't speak to your business at all if you maintain a job while working. In fact, it actually makes a lot of sense and it shows a lot of responsibility and foresight because, like I said, the one thing that your company, no matter what line of work you're in, is going to need always is money. And for as long as you have a job, like a proper day job that you can rely on for consistent income, you can afford to run your business. Uh, You should know in the beginning that your business isn't going to be profitable and it's not. You know it's it, it isn't typically profitable for a while. I mean, what are the statistics? They say what minimum five years on average to get a decent ROI, right? Um, and that's you know, people try to sell you on the fact that so many things then become tax deductible. And you can deduct your taxes all you want till the cows come home. But at the end of the day, you know, what you're looking for ideally is is profit so that you can sustain your business. And if it's going to take that long for your business to be profitable, to sustain itself, then who's going to sustain your business, right? Now, maybe... You have very rich parents who are invested in you and your business and are more than happy to front the bill for however long until your business gets going. If that's the case, then maybe this response is not for you. Or maybe you have a spouse or a partner or a very generous roommate who is more than willing to let you not pay any bills and to front your costs until your business is profitable. Maybe that this doesn't apply to you if that's the case. But If you are responsible for your own livelihood and the livelihood of other people, then having a day job guarantees that you will continue to be able to do that and that you can be more relaxed in your mentality going towards your business so that you can focus your energy on creating. Okay. Now, at some point, ideally, assuming your business is, is solid and it's starting to make money your business is definitely going to start to demand more of your time okay and usually after this period of time you're going to reach a point and you're going to feel it i can't tell you exactly what the signs are but you will feel it and you will see it where it reaches that critical mass where you need to decide what has to go something's got to give right um And so you're thinking, okay, well, maybe do I still watch TV if I do? Well, that's the first thing that's got to go. You know, what are my commutes like? Where am I going? What what hobbies can I um, shelf for the time being so I can devote more time towards uh, my business, uh, whether it's delivering a service or creating a product or or whatever it is you happen to be doing. And at some point, one of the last things that's going to be standing is your employment, is your job and when you can almost guarantee, and of course nothing is ever guaranteed, but if it's almost a guarantee that by decreasing the amount of time you devote to your place of employment, you can get a much larger ROI on your business, then and only then should you start to consider decreasing your time. Notice I didn't say quit your job entirely, right? If at all possible, decrease the time. Now, I don't know what your day job is, and maybe that's not possible, but you know what? Um, whether it's a, a Jill job where, and I, and I I apologize for that phrase now, um, maybe it's just a, a, a random minimum wage job. You work in the service industry or in retail, you know, or you actually have a proper position somewhere. It may or may not be possible for you to decrease your hours but if it's at all possible before pulling the plug entirely to decrease your hours that would be where I would start because and then do that for a period of time because then you'll see you'll get to see a if it is true if that extra time really did give you a return on investment and b if you can survive on less of a guaranteed income you know if you can't then all right, then you need to up your hours again, or you need to work harder in your business or change up your business model. And then you can slowly go that way. All right. So, um, yes, at some point you will probably, you know, and and the dream is that your business becomes such a profitable, self-sustaining model that you have to leave your place of employment. Um, for me in a perfect world, um, and this is just the universe, according to Timmy, Um, when it comes time for you to leave your job, you're leaving almost in tears because you love your job still and, and you, you just, you have to leave because your business is just so successful, but there's really nothing else you can do. This is the last thing that has to go. You've exhausted all of your other options and, and the world will just be, you'll all be much happier and and better for it. So, because I, I do believe it's really important that every action come from a place of joy and love and not fear. So, I I totally acknowledge there are people out there who are working jobs that they absolutely hate and and you're being responsible, so you're continuing to work that job, which is right. You should be doing that because you have no other options. So yes, perhaps when you do finally leave that job, you'll be like jumping for joy and you'll buy yourself a cruise in celebration or whatever. But for the rest of us, um, it's really important to, to be at peace and to love where you're at because it's only from that point you can move forward. And here's another thing, too, if you have a day job, especially one that you've had for quite some time, I would like to assume that you're good at that job. Right. I hope I hope you're good at that job and I hope for your employer's sake and the people you serve that you're good at that job. So whether you work in finance or, or health or, or maybe what you do is you're just like the, the world's best cashier, um, whatever it is you do, if you're good at it, that means that you have work that allows you to be almost mechanical, and you can run on autopilot. And and maybe, especially if your job is very um, monotonous, it gives you an opportunity to really clear your head. You know, um, I have had some of the best, some of my greatest and best business ideas have come to me while working my day job. Right, because I'm so familiar with my job, I'm really in the zone. Um, my body is working on autopilot. Um, And so my brain kind of is relaxed and it's and it's in a good relaxed yet working state. And I get all of these amazing ideas also based on my interaction with people that I would not have had had I not been working in the first place. So everything that you do, never mind the fact that your job makes you money, which can fund your life and your business, um, your interactions, everything you learn on the job and, and all of the places that your mind can go while you're working, feed your business as well. Right. And then finally, um, the most important thing about uh, being very, very careful about leaving your your day job is to establish trust and support with a community that surrounds you. So if you've just started your business or maybe you've just started your nth business, especially if you've just started your nth business, right? You might find that your friends and family are like, oh, here they go again. You know, Um, what's it going to be this time? And you know, you can't really blame them for that because if you have not stuck with something long enough up till this point, you can't really expect people uh, you know, to always be ready and willing to invest, right, in you, whether it's financially or whatever. Um, I, I would hope that you've not cost anybody to lose the shirt off their backs at this point. Um, but really you you want to establish trust and especially if you if you have a partner you have a spouse you have children they need to know that you have this business that you love and that you're passionate about but you're not going to forsake your responsibilities as a provider right and you have to know that for yourself you have to have that trust in yourself that no matter what happens in your business that um, you're still going to provide for yourself and your family and then when when they can trust that their livelihood is not at stake, they're gonna be much more supportive of you, right? And this is not to be manipulative, this is just fair. You know, um, there's so much talk now about uh, being true to you and doing what you love, forsaking all others in the process. And and I mean, that's all well and good and it has its time and and place, but it's not all about you. It isn't, it it never has been and it never will be. Um, As an entrepreneur, it's about your clients and the people that you serve. And also the people that you're supporting through your business and if you don't understand that at your very core you're not going to go very far and if you want support from other people whether even if you don't want your family and extended family to ever invest in you at all maybe you don't even care for their referrals but at the very least you would like them to stop making fun of you at family gatherings for having yet another harebrained scheme then you got to ask yourself like why 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 do they think they can they can do that. Why, why am I not getting that support? What is it about what I'm doing that doesn't seem responsible? Yes, absolutely. When people follow their dreams and they do something unconventional, it triggers things in other people. It absolutely does. And that could be part of it too. But you really, really have to consider um, if you can honestly say that you're not causing any harm by doing what you're doing and you're being responsible to yourself and the people you care for, then nobody will have a leg to stand on with regards to bashing you. Right? Not that you have to justify yourself to anybody, but people can also smell fear. If they can sense that you're insecure about yourself, then they're gonna pick on you. And you won't be secure about yourself if you know that you are crossing your T's and dotting your I's. Okay? So that is why ultimately I would say keep your day job for now. You're gonna need it. You're gonna need the stability, you're gonna need the money. Um, You're going to need the friends and and the opportunity to get out of the house. You know, there's something to be said about having a job to go to. And that really, really helps with productivity. Yes, at some point, perhaps in the near distant future, you may have to start cutting down on your your hours. But only do that. Really, um, a a really good barometer for this would be um, at that point where your business can replace your income. And that's the thing that I've waited this whole time to, to share about. It's been 20 minutes. And um, when your business is matching your income or you know that it's just a few hours away from doing so, you're confident that when you give up your job, your business can replace or match your income, um, then that's a pretty good sign that you can start to release your other job. Now, let's do some math here let's say for the sake of argument that you take home $1,000 a month from your place of employment, right? Like that's your take home. And then your business starts to bring in $1,000 a month. You are making $2,000 a month. So just bear in mind that, oh, my business is matching my income. I'm gonna release my income. You've gone from 2,000 to 1,000. So, okay, so that maybe that's not much of a loss because once upon a time you were just making a thousand dollars a month. Now you're making two thousand dollars a month. You release your job. You're back to making in and around a thousand dollars a month. Um, So the goal here then, because you freed up your place of employment, is you can hustle your bustle. And then quickly go back to making 2000 a month. Because if you think your family's not going to notice a 50% drop in income, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, you're going to notice it. Your lifestyle is going to notice it. Your family's going to notice it too. Okay. And you can, you can tighten the belt all you want. Again, it's, it's a discussion you have to have with your family and the people who rely on you. Um, and also, you know, that, that that's on you. But just be aware of that simple math. But yes, yes, that's usually a good sign. Right. Um, and even though... Um, even though your business can match your income, it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, now it's time to pull the plug. I mean, uh, how many people out there buy lottery tickets, right? What would you do with an extra $1,000 a month or if if someone could wave a magic wand and be like, hey, um, however much money you're making at your job right now, what if I doubled it? What if if you got an extra 50% of that a month? Would you take it? Of course you would there's no reason that you have to quit your day job. So you have a business. Now you're making twice as much money, three times as much money, or maybe only 50% more money, 1.5 times more money. Um, That's a bonus. And if your business happens to be your passion project, then guess what? You have a hobby that pays for itself and makes you happy, right? And then that might actually stimulate your love for your current job that improves the quality of your work, that ultimately will get recognized by your employer, and then maybe you start to make even more money in your place of employment, which can give you more money to invest in your business, creating a positive circle, right? Of, of joy, of passion, of financial abundance for you and everybody involved. Does that make sense? So yeah. Um, if you absolutely hate your job and you hate working for people, then a good barometer for success would be at that point where you really know that your business can sustain you in, in the same way that you can sustain yourself in your day job. Um, again, if you are not responsible for anybody, whether it's, it's mom and dad or, uh, your, your partner, or again, your wealthy roommate, who's deciding to just take care of you, or depending on how old you are, maybe you've got kids who are willing to be like, Hey mom, now you've retired go for your business. We're going to take care of you in the meantime, right? Then, and then maybe this is a mood point for you. But, um, other than that, you know, consider keeping it, keeping it for indefinitely. Right. Um, so one more thing that I will add to this is, uh, if you have a business, only a business and you don't have a job, perhaps now you're thinking, should I get a job? You know, That's a really, really, really good question. And again, I can't really say, and and I would never say, even if I was staring at your financials right to your face, I'm not going to say get a job. That's really up to you. But would it hurt for you to get a job, right? Like, obviously, obviously, if you get a job, that's less time you could be spending on your business. But if you're in a place where all the time you're expending on your business can't possibly go any further, let's say you've hit a wall and all of your options have been expended. And you, no matter how much more time you spend on your business, you're not going to be making any more money if you've, you've kind of like you, you've hit a wall, um, that it might not actually be a bad idea to explore other options. Because if you're running out of money, if your ship is sinking, and you want your ship to stay afloat, then you need to start bringing in more income. And that might mean for the time being, um, getting a regular job, whatever that looks like. Again, there's no shame in doing that. It doesn't mean that your business... Uh, Is going to fail, you know. Who cares what other people think? If you need to wait tables, um, in the extra time that you do have to keep your business going, then then that's what you need to do, because otherwise it may get to a point where your business it's going to be a choice between working or your business. And businesses, you know, they go under every day. I don't want to say that businesses fail because nobody likes the f word fail, Um, but it happens all the time, right? Every day, every minute, someone is deciding to pull the plug or that they've had that decision made for them. And a lot of the time, you know, with just a little bit of careful planning and foresight um, and good capital, these things can be avoided, right? Um, And, you know, yes, you could get an investor, you could get a buyer, you could get a partner, uh, but I always like to not rely on other people because you can't. Not because the world is a, is a scary place and people can't be trusted, but just because things change and people have their own lives and they have their own families to take care of. And for as long as you have a uh, consistent income, then you know you can rely on you. And you have to know you can rely on yourself to do the right thing and to support, you know, your base needs and your business, which again is another plus for having a day job, right? So uh, I'll just share for myself, you know, I actually I have two businesses. So I, I have the Sacred Wellness School of Healing Arts, where I offer certification courses, classes and energy healing sessions. Um, but I also have a fitness business and I call it my fitness business. I'm a I'm a yoga instructor and a fitness instructor. And, and I'm a contractor. I work as a contractor for different companies in that capacity. So it is a business for all intents and purposes, but it's kind of like a job. Kind of, because it's pretty well guaranteed, or at least as guaranteed um, as, as, uh, as it can be in the fitness industry, which, you know, compared to every other industry is just not very guaranteed at all. But when in, when in the realm of wellness, it's, it's pretty guaranteed. So that is, that is another business, but it does also serve for me, as a side passion project that fuels my, my big business in which I'm a sole proprietor, right? My sacred wellness business. And it's funny because um, my fitness business used to be my main business and, and I had reached a point where I don't, I really don't need it anymore. Um, uh, The time that I spend on my fitness business could definitely be um, converted towards sacred wellness. And um, I've actually given up, 95% of my classes to devote to sacred wellness Um, my fitness business now is my passion project I do it because I love it I do it because I can't not do it I do it because I love the industry and the people that I meet Um, and it's also good for me too because I get a workout while I'm teaching at least when I'm teaching Zumba anyway Um, but Again, it's also guaranteed income, and that's pretty freaking awesome. So I I found that. And you know what? To be honest with you, up until very, very, very recently, um, I also had a minimum wage job. You guys know that uh, I have worked as a nurse in years prior, and so that was my main job. But I haven't worked as a nurse in a long time, so I did have a a minimum wage job. Um, and that was also guaranteed income. And yeah, minimum wage is minimum wage. But oh my goodness, it got me out there. It got me social and it was guaranteed. And um, the it took such a huge weight off me and my family mentally, even though when looking back on it now, it didn't actually contribute very much financially at all. But it doesn't matter because what it did contribute, um, it, it made myself a lot more relaxed and made my husband and and like our whole family was just happier including myself we were just happier knowing that I had this job to quote unquote fall back on which is ridiculous because it really didn't but anyway it was it was fun uh, while it lasted I love my coworkers. workers um, but that cleared up so much creative space and I would say that my biggest gold mines were discovered during my working hours in that minimum wage job. And a lot of my clients and my referrals came from that minimum wage job. And I, I, I did reach a point where it's like, I literally cannot do this anymore. Like I'm just doing this for fun to get out of the house now. It's not helping me financially. I really got to let this go. And that that was earlier this year. So really like no shame in that at all. And all the while my business has thrived and now it really stands on its own. So just want to share that with you. I hope you don't think less of me because I had a day job for a little while, Um, but it definitely served me well. And maybe you could even look at my fitness business now as kind of like my day job-ish, not really, sort of. Um, but again, you know, I actually, I don't know. With, with regards to my fitness business, that's, I would do that for free, totally, if, if for whatever reason I like yeah. We're not paying our instructors anymore. We're just, uh, if you want to volunteer, you'll get a free gym membership, but we're not paying you anymore. I'd still do it. Totally. 100%. Now, I, I still want to get paid. Hello, if anybody's listening. That is not cool. You cannot take money away from your contractors, though they do try. But uh, you can, um, yeah, that, that's just what I mean. But yes, no shame in having a day job. You do what you need to do, and your day job is more than just a day job, okay? It is your ultimate financier you are your ultimate financier it gives you a lot of opportunity to network and to sound off with your colleagues and it creates a lot of mental creative space okay so that's my response to that um yeah and 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 you know the biggest response i usually get by oh but i'm going to be spending so much time because then all of my free time after my working time is going to be towards my business yeah yeah that is that's what it's about That's what it's about. That's what business is all about. And if you don't love your business enough to dedicate all that time to your business, then maybe you're in the wrong business. It won't always be like that, though. Give yourself the time to create a business that can sustain itself. And a business needs money. And it needs clients to do that, which is, again, what your day job is for. So keep it until your business has created, has generated enough momentum. At which point, yeah, yeah then you can absolutely um, take your vacations, work as you like, et cetera, do all the things. But in the beginning, keep your day job. So if you have any more questions or comments on that, please feel free to let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to you soon.